Welcome to the Mindset Mashup. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, TV host on Extra, mindset and media strategist, speaker and author on gratitude. And I dig deep to bring you closer to your best life in this unapologetically authentic and soul-centered podcast. The Mindset Mashup is a compilation of real talks focused on epic mindset rituals and routines to help you get after your passion and potential. Tune in each Monday for inspirational guests who reveal their mindset must to help you optimize what matters most, self-love, impact, and fulfillment. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mindset Mashup. This is my as my producer would call it, my Sorolo, <laughs> my sorrow solo episode. <laughs> she loves it when I come on and own the mic. Anyway, she actually helped me give you this next episode because it's a video from a Facebook live group challenge that I run, obviously over there on Facebook. And there's about 1,100 beautiful souls from all around the world who are learning how to share their message and just get on video and hit that blue courage button and go live. It's a closed group. And so that gives everyone, you know, a a heightened level of comfort and security for just learning how to get on camera and master, you know, sharing and a bit of that message, whatever message is is in each one's heart within the privacy of a closed group. And it is changing lives. FYI, we'll also put up the link in the show notes for that group. If you want to head on over, it's free, no strings attached. You just come on in and join us. It's pretty damn amazing. Anyway, after I I returned from Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins for my fourth time about a week and a half ago with my rad dad, my 70-year-old father, my sister, about 180 friends through the Lean Lions group that I was honored to be a part of and then 15,000 beautiful souls from all around the planet, I had such a, an extraordinary experience happen that I shared in my Facebook Live challenge uh, group because vulnerability is a beautiful way to heal. And it was such, a, such an aha for me. And I was uncomfortable about the idea of sharing it, but I was challenged by my business slash spiritual coach. He's out of Australia, Gary Ingee. Because when I shared this story with him, he's like, you've got to go on and share that live. That will help so many people if they hear you share that. Because so many people, I believe this was what he was saying, experienced something similar. So anyway, I did. And there were uh, just hundreds of comments of people who absolutely resonated. And it did strike a chord. And what I love about this story, and you're going to hear the whole thing, and it's not perfect, and the audio is probably kind of, you know, subpar to say the least, because my producer, uh, Ginny, and her team pulled it as a raw file from a closed group, you know, inside Facebook. So it's not the quality that we're used to here on this podcast, but hopefully you'll forgive it in exchange for, I hope, what will be impactful content. And the moral to this story is that it takes courage and a self-assurance to bust through a temporary limiting belief that wants to hold us back from all of that which we really want. And it's fear. And it is when, you know, it's, it's like, I think the fear comes to get us when there's something on the line, when there's something at stake. And in this case, it was intimacy. It was, it was the possibility of having love, you know, romantic love, um, divine love. And it was like, I had to bust through that in real time 
and do the work to get me to the other side of it. And it's just, it's been such a beautiful journey so far. So I wanted to share that story with you here, not only because it was real and it's vulnerable and it's, you know, authentic, but also because so many of you in the past, uh, I'd say probably four or five weeks have started requesting that you get more of just me. You love the interviews, no doubt about it, but you also want to know more about me and my story and my journey. So this is a big piece of my journey in real time. I claim 2019 to be the year of love. And the moral to this experience that I'm sharing with you here that I shared in the Facebook Live Challenge group over video, and you can go and check it out, by the way, come, come say hi in the group, is the question is, is what would love do? And that's what love did in that moment. And that's, that's the journey I want to be on, is what would love do? And then if I can remember that as much as possible, uh, it's a good thing. And my friend Kevin Crenshaw, who is a love coach, is uh, the one who awakened me to that question, what would love do? Oh, it's so beautiful. Anyway, I hope you enjoy. And uh, without further ado, what would love do? Here it is. Hey guys, happy Thursday. As my friend Kara likes to call it, thankful Thursday. And in fact, with all my private coaching clients on Thursday morning, we always talk about uh, what we're grateful for specifically on Thursdays, but every single day. That is my bio hack. That is my heart hack. That is my soul hack. I'm on to talk about something that I want to share that happened for me at UPW that's deeply vulnerable, but it was a massive quantum shift and what I can do when I embrace my uncertainty and the benefits of that. So for those of you who aren't aware, I was just at Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins and 15,000 other beautiful souls. On day three of UPW, which is the acronym for it, Tony Robbins does this process called the Dickens process. It's totally transformational. And the first three days lead up to this particular event. And it's where you identify your top limiting beliefs, the beliefs that cause you the most pain, the most suffering. And this was my fourth UPW. So I was pretty certain that I had already crushed that belief and I had lots of proof to back it up. But when I really dug deep and when I was really super honest, I recognized that that belief was still there. So this is, this was so upsetting in that moment, right? I was like, no, 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 it can't be that. So I put it down as number three, not number one. Okay, I'll add it to the list, but not number one. So it was number three. And then when I really dug deep, I was like, no, it's still number one. And the limiting belief is, and this, by the way, the Dickens process, you compound like, what would life feel like? What would it be like? What would it look like? What would it cost me? All of that. What are the consequences if I was still running with this belief five years out? And then you feel that. And then 10 years out, 15 years out, 20 years out. And I'm just like, you, it's so unbearable. That, by the way, is the single-handed experience that helped me to quit smoking about a year and a half ago. Because to imagine doing that 5, 10, 20 years out, because all of us imagine that our fears that we have right now are what we're doing, right? The overeating, overdrinking, oversexing, overshopping, whatever we do, the gossiping, the complaining, the being lazy, procrastinating, all that shit, right? We always think it's going to be changed tomorrow or next week or next month. Monday if it's a diet. And so when you start to get really real about compounding that out five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, it's a totally different experience. So when I recognized that this top number one limiting belief was still there, and then as I experienced that, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 years out, I was like, oh shit. So it was the following that I'm alone and I will always be alone. 
It's just like, whoa, so totally unbearable to imagine that. Like, I'm alone. And I've got all this proof that there's evidence of the contrary, right? Like, I'm so loved. I'm so blessed. But that limiting belief will still come up to get me. So what does life look like when I'm run with that limiting belief? It's so crazy, you guys. It causes me to isolate. It causes me to assume that someone doesn't really love me or doesn't really care. And then how do I show up when that happens, right? Do I withdraw? Do I withhold? Do I judge? Do I move away? So this is what gets wild. So then you get really clear that it's all bullshit, right? You process. And I had an amazing partner who was able to process with me and he was sharing his limiting belief. And of course, when you hear someone's top limiting belief, you're like, what? It just seems so crazy that that could ever be what's running them. But it is. And this is what's happening for all of us in the interior. And so a few of us have a willingness to share, which is why I'm on here, because this is healing for me to share this. Okay. So I've discovered that that's still my top number one limiting belief, and it'll come in at times to really screw with me when I'm not conscious. Number two, I know that it's bullshit. I am clear that it's bullshit. I have proof of living the other life when I choose to get conscious to that, right? When I really get present. So now I'm really liberated and 15,000 souls are celebrating, letting go of the limiting beliefs. We do the I am the voice thing, which you've probably heard of. Like, now I am the voice. I will lead, not follow. I will create, not destroy. I will believe, not doubt. All that beautiful incantation, right? And you're deeply, firmly rooted in the truth of who you are. And then the rubber hit the road, which is what happens in life, right? Like you're all certain and you're like super fired up and you feel lit up with the truth, right? And then you have a moment with a family member or with a loved one or with a client or with someone who just kind of always rubs you the wrong way. And it's like, what do we do and how do we react in that moment? So there was someone that I had really connected with, a male that I was drawn to. I was drawn to his energy. I had a dream about him, the whole thing. And he was at UPW. And... I had proximity with him out of 15,000 souls. He was like within 10 feet of me and a mutual friend of ours actually had brought me over to where he was. And this was like in the euphoria, the dancing and all of that. Right. And so I'm like dancing and I'm celebrating and I'm like high on life that I've let go of the belief and I'm not yet present to that. It's still running me until I make up a story that he is not giving me energy and he's not into me. He's not into me. So how do I behave when I believe that thought? Because actually what's underneath that thought is that I will always be alone, that I'm alone and I will always be alone, which ultimately at the root of that is, is that I'm unlovable, right? I'm just being super real with you guys because we can all relate in moments. And so the way that I behaved immediately after I decided that what he was doing didn't measure up to how I thought he should be behaving to give me proof to feed my, my big fear. Does this make sense? So I immediately play into my belief of I'm alone and always will be. And I start dancing with everyone but him. And I make myself 10 feet away and I'm I'm doing like high school shit. And I, and I catch it. Like two songs later, I catch it. And I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing right now? I know better than this. What if instead of expecting him to behave any particular way, what if I just bring love? What if I just bring presence? What if I bring what I hope to receive? And I don't allow this number one fear, which is a limiting belief of that I'm alone and always will be, run this moment. Because isn't this a synchro destined moment out of 15,000 souls? He's right here in front of me being present. So I decided to move back and it was so fucking uncomfortable, you guys. I mean, discomfort is the currency of growth. And when we embrace our uncertainty, when we embrace that fear and we embrace that total out of our comfort zone feeling, that's where the magic happens. That is where the divine steps in and we feel led, we feel pulled. And it's so much easier than anything we could have ever imagined. 
So I allow myself to go back and stand next to him. And the next thing I know, after I'm just kind of like, Ooh, I'm comfortable, but I'm breathing through it because I know that I want intimacy. I know that I want to be in a beloved, divine, gorgeous relationship. I know it. I'm feeling it right now. I'm like so present to what I had to work through to step forward. And for those of you who can relate, you know how powerful this is, right? Well, we complete this bullshit belief. So instead, I allow myself to be present and bring what I hope to receive. And I don't have any strings attached. I don't know where it's going to go. I I have no idea if we're going to be friends. I have no idea what it all means. That I am aware of, right? I am a grown woman. But I know that that little piece of exploring that discomfort is important for me right now, which is why I embrace that uncertainty. And so... Two seconds later, the girlfriend who said, hey, come over here, because she knew, you know, there's a little connection thing happening there. And then she said, right now, we're all going to go up front because we knew this is our fourth UPW. And for them, it was many of their uh, multiple, multiple. They knew that the water gun, 20 comes out with like a water gun and like total celebration and euphoria that we've all busted through our top limiting beliefs and that we know it's bullshit and that we are the voice and all of that. Right. And it's 15,000 souls and the music is just, you know, pulsating in our veins. And it's just it's electrifying. It really is. I'm not overselling this at all. And especially if, if you step into it fully. So there's an opportunity for me to get up close and be near where he brings up the water gun. And so this person was going to lead us up there to the very front, which many of you may have seen. There was a photo of me. That was that elation of where I was right in front of the stage and Tony was behind me, Tony Robbins. Uh, for those of you who aren't following Tony Robbins or me in that world. And it's like a total photo bomb, like, but it really, it really matches the vibration of how I felt because I allowed myself to bust through that fear. But then there was like a moment where Tony was talking and I asked this person that I was drawn to that I broke out of my comfort zone to come and talk to and just be near. Right. Oh, my God. That was so hard for me. So easy for me to give all the love to everyone else. So incredibly uncomfortable to give it to the one person that I was drawn to out of 15,000 people. Where do we do that in life? Right. And so I asked him, did you get a chance to process? And he said, yeah. And I said, do you want to share what your top limiting belief is? And he shared what it is. And I don't want to share here because that would, it's, it's his top belief. And it was a personal conversation and knowing what his number one belief is would make it virtually impossible for him to come toward me in that moment. And once I knew that I had so much compassion and empathy and understanding for how it was vital for me to move forward and me to move out of my comfort zone and me to go toward what I want. And in life, no matter who it is, my mother, my father, my clients, my friends, my family, anytime I'm sensing that they're withdrawing or they're not giving me the love that I want or they're not showing that they're interested I don't know what's running them in that moment. And I don't even know if that belief was running him or if I was just making up that story. But the point is, is that we've all got our own internal dialogue. And I don't know what's running anyone at any given time because they certainly don't know what's running me. I could come across as misconfident and happy and friendly and warm and loving and open. But yet, meanwhile, I was running that top belief in that moment, right? So knowing that he felt that way was the most magical thing. And then I said, thank you for sharing and now, if you would let me, I would love to share with you my experience of your energy with me, because we'd had a few moments of some divine connection. And I said, when you look at me, I feel as if spirit is gazing into my soul. 
And there was no romantic moves on this. Like it was just a genuinely authentic statement. And I think he was so blown away. I might have caught tears in his eyes. I'm not sure. All I know is that he was deeply moved by it. And that was like a profound, sacred moment for the two of us. Guys, fast forward to 24 hours later, I get to do a final experience of the entire three days or four days, which is like this grand finale of, of, of this beautiful process that Master Co does, where it's a gazing into one another's eyes and just sending love for what seems like about 10 minutes. It's like a long process for so many people that could be deeply uncomfortable. It's deeply intimate. He was in proximity with me and I asked him if he would be willing to be my partner in that process. And he knew that it was coming because he's been to UPWs in the past and he said yes. And then we did all the meditations leading up to that. And by the time that we got to share that process, which was like this divine sacred moment of just sending each other love, we're just standing still. And looking each other right in the eyes, not needing to get anything, just giving, giving, giving love for the sacredness, for the innocence, for the beauty of who we really are underneath everything, right? Underneath all the facades, the fancy, the glory, the awards, the accolades, the resume, the exterior physically of what we look like, just soul to soul. And it was such a divine moment. And then we hugged in the most glorious, beautiful song played by uh, Leona Lewis, Run. And the title of that album is called Spirit. I mean, the whole thing was so beautiful. And then since then, we've been in communication. And I don't know what's going to happen, guys. That's not my point. My point is, is that I embrace the uncertainty, the fear, the discomfort that was riddling me, that made me move 10 feet from him when all I wanted was just to be near him in that experience. For what reasons, I don't really know yet. Will we be friends, best friends? Will we be acquaintances? Will we be coach, student? Or do we become lovers for a short time? Do we become lovers and get married? Do we get married and it doesn't last? I don't really know. All I know is that I allowed myself to explore the unknown, to embrace the uncertainty, and to experience one of the most divine, powerful, sacred experiences of my life. All because I caught it. I caught being in the belief in real time, pivoting and course correcting. So my invitation to you, because I say this from my soul, it's it's just, it's deeply vulnerable for me, but This is where it is. This is the magic that lies within each and every one of our our moments in life. Where is the magic that if we just pause and we just really took inventory and we're radically honest about what's running this right now, what is running the mindset? I was completely primed, had just done the exercise, busted through the fear, done it four times, right? Like I had all the evidence in the world. I'm so loved. I'm so blessed. Like, of course, that belief isn't running me anymore. I'm so loved. I could never be alone, not for a million years. I've got thousands of people all around the world that let me know regularly. And I'm so deeply blessed and moved and touched by that, right? But at the same time, on any given moment, deciding where I want to put my attention, where focus goes, energy flows, right? It's a Tonyism. I, for that moment, when I was faced with intimacy and faced with my deepest fear with the one person that I wanted to connect with, it came up to teach me, to grow me, to serve me. And so I just ask you maybe to consider other places in your life that are trying to come up and teach you right now. The fact that you're in this group is so freaking amazing. I watched so many of your lives last night and I commented on as many as I could. So many of you are showing up 
and busting through the fear. And now your lives are going deeper, by the way, your Facebook lives, which means also your lives. You're allowing yourselves to be seen. You're allowing yourselves to be heard. And you're believing that you're worthy enough to share that in an intimate space. And there was something that, that, that happened ever since I changed the setting to close. The shares are becoming deeper. I'm noticing. So I want you to congratulate yourself and celebrate yourself. You're allowing your story to be shared and you're healing others. Vivian, when you shared. Kara, when you shared. Frank, when you shared. Cody, when you share my sister Keisha when you share that vulnerability saying Neil Amy oh my god you guys know who you are right and I could I could go on and on and I'm so sorry that I'm missing like a million people right now but this is where the beauty is that authenticity that vulnerability community is the new currency and this is what we've created and cultivated here and I just so celebrate every one of you for showing up and I really encourage you right wherever it is right now if there's any uncertainty if there's anything that's causing you total discomfort go for it just do it regardless of the outcome who cares about that that's irrelevant but just to step forward for you bring forward what you hope to receive bring forward the outcome that you want and life will be absolutely magical I hope this resonates on some level and that it's been helpful because I knew that I had to come on and share because this is happening in real time. And I was on the, the on a Zoom call yesterday with my spiritual coach. He, he started my business coach, but now I know that business mastery is all a spiritual game. And it's such a beautiful thing. And, and we talked, I shared the story with him and he's like, I want you to go and do that in the live. And I was like, <gasps> that's so vulnerable. And I was like, of course I've got to go do that in the live. He's like, Michelle, people need to hear in real time because it can look so perfect on the outside. Right. But when you're sharing your real stuff in the moment that it happens, that's where the healing happens for others. So I invite you to do the same. And that might mean you get on tonight and you share something vulnerable. And if you do tag me, I want to see it. I might not get back to it immediately, but I will get back to it. I love you guys. You're amazing, gorgeous souls. I thank you guys for watching and for listening. So much love here. So much gratitude for each and every one of you. I love you all. Have a beautiful night. Embrace that uncertainty because magic is awaiting when you do, I promise. Take care. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend and you can head on over to iTunes to leave me a review. That would be so appreciated. And of course, if you'd like to reach me directly with any comments, questions, or feedback, you can do so at themindsetmashup.com. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to hearing from you.